Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. You're listening to I Married an Artist, conversations about curiosities, passions, and inspirations. just found joy. I'm as happy as a baby boy. Hi, I'm Luke. And I'm Audrey. It's so exciting. I'm so happy. This is a very exciting day. You know, it's it's cold out. We're in the doldrums of winter here in the Midwest. That's and, a new word for me. And I'm very excited because I'm talking to two of my favorite people on this podcast. I mean, what could be better? Not much. Not much? Is that all you have to say? Are you excited? As much as I'd like to talk about our guest today. I'd like to get right into it before before we talk about some awesome things, talk about what's inspiring us. I'd like to talk about our guest. So this guest, uh, this is our fourth time being on a program. You and the guest, the not guest. me. No, the guest. Me and the guest. This is the fourth time we've been on a program together. <laughs> and so we've known each other on the mic and off the mic for a while. Interestingly enough, every time we introduce each other on our respective programs, uh, we tend to try to one-up each other in the level of introduction. Are you going to start a new trend, just like keep it simple, or are you going to do something crazy Well, you know, I could could go into this guest and her amazing experience in art and nonprofits um, and the work she does in the community and how she's just transforming our next generation. Mm. Of, of artists and students I could I could say that I could also say she's just a very kind and a, an interesting person she's one of those people that is very genuine but also very very kind and upfront one of those people you could just hang out with and do anything with I could I could say that if you wanted me to only say if that. you wanted her to start blushing I could do that <laughs> well, I, but you know what's interesting I also could say you know she is very kind but watch out you know, she is very, very intelligent, and she will go at you because she has knowledge. You sound like such a dweeb. And she's very passionate about her, what she believes in and a great advocate. Who is she? Who is this woman? Her name's Allison Palm, and I could should just say she's a great friend. Allison, thanks for being on the show. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to the bathroom and bawl my eyes out, and then I'm going to physically fight you. So... But wow, that was incredible. Quite the introduction. I mean, I, I could have introduced you like that, but I, I don't think I need to. We don't have time. We don't have time. I mean, ditto to everything to both of you. So, thanks for being. Do you want me to keep going? Uh, <laughs> no, I no, no. Should we just do forty-five minutes of introing like... and then end podcast? <laughs> can you imagine? That's you could, I can. I would hear listen. the listeners unsubscribing <laughs> if you listen closely. They're turning it off. They're, they're turning it off. <laughs> All right, so we have some new traditions. This, you're our second guest, so. Uh, but I'm it, the first non-family family guest. Well, I mean, big deal. We are family. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, so bold a couple, statement. A couple, we have a couple <laughs> traditions that you're actually. It's not a tradition yet. It will be a tradition tonight because technically a tradition doesn't start until you do it twice. So, okay. So. Oh, okay. Do you want to take out, take it over since I'm doing the five to ten minute intro? Yeah. Okay. So the tradition that was started with our last guest, Eliza Ferris, was to enjoy a beverage during the podcast. Yes, or food. Or food. Food seems a little tricky, you know, gets a little noisy. Yeah, yeah, so we thought we would do a beverage. Um, so this week's episode is brought to you by red wine. Oh, An essential it. part of the Mediterranean diet <laughs> must be healthy. Of That's <laughs> in some tag. 
Amazing. So this bottle is a very discounted bottle from our neighborhood. We love store. we love a frugal moment. Um, Martha's Vineyard. Shout out to local Grand Rapids. Um, business thank you martha and thank you vineyard yeah the vineyard so everyone talks about martha but no one talks about the vineyard. yeah that's on. where the grapes come package from. deal i know so this is a handmade wine created in the spirit of collaboration which really made me think Aww. of you allison mm. oh, okay that's yes, why i got lots it of collaboration hand harvested grapes are selected from the best vines in a place that i can't pronounce and then what a name um, and then there's a longer description. So we're just going to get it going. Okay, I love it. We'll leave it to the imagination. So the bottle's already been... The bottle's already been opened. I want to... This pour is... A glass. Listeners, there's a high-risk pouring of red wine in front of the mic to get this ASMR. That looks good. Here you go, Allison. Wow, that is a holiday pour. Well, Thank this you. is a water glass, so it's hard to know. You know, we're... It's a family pour. It a is a close friends and family pour. Yes. You don't get the fancy glasses. You get... You know, a, a water glass. No, I, I love it. A beautiful red. Also, can I just say that you both have the most perfect podcast voices that is so I've kind. ever heard. And I listen Thank to you. a lot of podcasts. So. Cheers. 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 Cheers to Allison. Let's see. How's it, how's it taste? How are the, the tannins? Mm, Martha did well. It's <laughs> a good vineyard. I don't know much about red wine. We know that it's healthy. General. We know it's, and we know that we, know we like good. it. So, um, not to go on another tangent, but I would like to say I think it's very interesting just to give listeners who don't know Allison a little bit of background. Uh, you're kind of you kind of share joint custody between us of like friends. This is true. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, you you each have you have a drink for each of us. We drink old fashions when we're together, and you and Audrey drink martinis mm-hmm. yes so i feel like this is a good compromise between those two things absolutely we got to split the time got to mm-hmm. split the drinks <laughs> exactly. and red wine this is new for us i think yeah, yeah. so allison you have listened to the show you know our traditions yes i've binged every episode wow it doesn't freak you out that like i listen to you like in the market i must i have to tell you the at the end of your last episode when you were telling the story about how you met Audrey and like wanted to go on this dream Thank vacation you. with a dream girl, I stopped walking in the market. Wow. And I put my hand on my chest and I smiled. And I, it was just the you. cutest thing I've ever heard. I need to be more appreciative because when Luke says things like that, I, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're such a cheese ball. Like, I Oh my can't. gosh, I live for the cheese. I'm such a little he sad. He's a Thank nice you. guy. So, love you. I Thank loved you. it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Good stuff. Putting my heart on the table, on, on the mic, and uh, sometimes I don't get the <laughs> visual facial feedback that I want. So. Well, just imagine me in the grocery store. Okay, that helps. That's kind of having need. a moment. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so you know and you are prepared to mm-hmm. answer the first question. What's inspiring you this week? Besides you? Stop besides out. Audrey Ferris? Uh, well, you got to give me like a subject, like movies, music, books. It, people all of those subjects are fair game yeah it, what comes it, to mind the hard thing is that today it's the beginning of the week right so famously never inspired on <laughs> i know so maybe was there something last in the week? past seven days oh yes yes Just um, some, and if you want a minute to think oh no 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 uh, minutes okay. i know okay, okay. and luke's it. gonna really chuckle i tanya <laughs> i am constantly inspired by that movie and not I mostly say because I knew Luke was going to have this reaction but also I did re-watch it recently as in within the past 48 hours still Ooh, great fresh still and great. I realized that movie came out mm, two years ago so that's now a Has vintage really reference on a cultural podcast yes 
So we're just going to live in the past for a moment. Why is it inspiring you? What's inspirational about it to you? Well, it's just an amazing movie. I Mm -hmm. love it so much. It's campy. Mm -hmm. It is dramatic. It is funny. They break the third wall. It is just wild. And that story, that scandal, I have absorbed every piece of media about it that's ever, ever been produced. And so to see like Margot Robbie just absolutely rock it out and Alison Janney, oh my gosh. So it's just one of my favorite movies of all time. And I need to rewatch like it. Like that story is Shakespearean. It, it is, is crazy. crazy. It is I can't crazy believe that story. actually happened. I mean, I was only mm, three when it actually went down. Yeah. So I don't know at what point I was in terms of, you know, the 90s when I really fully started in. to like pay attention. Yeah. But I remember seeing it on a cover in a magazine at a grocery store and I was like, what? what? Must know everything. It's crazy. And so yes, Itania inspires me. Wow. Thanks for sharing. Audrey, what's inspiring you this week? You know, this has been a thing for me for a couple weeks now. I'm feeling very inspired by Leanne Ford. Do you know who she is, Allison? Ugh, should I leave? No, no, no. No, she's new to <laughs> yes, me. Yes, please. I <laughs> just <laughs> so great being here today. <laughs> <laughs> I just discovered her. She's an interior designer, and she has a TV show with her brother on HGTV, which I don't have. We don't have um, cable, so I watched it at my parents' house over Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she's just very cool to begin with. What is her name? Leanne Ford. Leanne Ford. And that is the sh- most like interior designer HGTV. I know. I know. Name, but she's not what you would think. Uh, their show is called Restored by the Fords, and she's <laughs> she's like in her late thirties and came into the interior design field within the past few years and had like a couple previous careers doing different things like working in fashion. She's lived in New York. She's lived in California. She's lived in Nashville. Um, And she's just inspiring because she sets that example that you don't have to go into doing something and have a plan, but you can like discover things and fall into new career opportunities or just interests throughout your life. And she's really talented. Also, she's just very cool. Like, She's the whole reason why I bought Doc Martens. Like, she's always wearing <laughs> combat boots. And I know everybody's everybody's wearing them, and it's not new, and it's been cool for a while, but I'm on board. Also, she's doing a lot of overalls, which, oh. you know, you if you if you haven't seen her do it, you might not be thinking that's your favorite style. It's a high-risk fashion choices. That's what I've um, heard. But she high just, risk, high she reward. just exudes, like, carefree coolness. Like, she has almost, like, a California, like, laid-backness, but then she's from Pittsburgh. But then her name's Leanne Ford. Yeah, and she's, yeah. like, only wears black. Oh, my gosh. So she's, so. like, a mix of everything, just, like, interesting and fun. In her, in her career, she's been everywhere, kind oh, of, Oh, and too. she's really so talented. It's kind yeah. of, and she's talented, so it kind of, she's all-in-one. She's got that California chill, that creativity. She's an all-American gal. She really is. You know, it's interesting about that that show and that that program i really thought it was about the assembly line initially um but then i then the I, assembly line what does that mean as in like henry ford's assembly line yes. that is a deep cut was that, I, that, I, was, a joke. Joke. Was that a joke that was supposed to be a joke <laughs> I was allison's say, laughing to be nice i don't know i'm laughing because i was, was like funny. oh my 2017 reference is so vintage and he's like the ford <laughs> <laughs> the model t so i feel better now <laughs> safe space luke what's inspiring you this week wow that's a great question it's a loaded question. I've got a lot on my mind. I'll try to, I'll Let's try, hear it. I'll try I'm to keep ears. it short. So I would like to recognize, in in part because on our one of our first episodes, we did play a clip from Kobe Bryant 
Oh, True. yeah. The, his yep. pa- tragic passing this past week, him and his daughter and the others. So that's been on my mind, I think, just any time someone who's a celebrity or someone who's in the zeitgeist or a very inspirational person passes, it's it can be hard to process it. And Audrey's taking a photo. I'm having this very Audrey, we're having a moment. serious moment. <laughs> Allison's <laughs> trying to like, yeah, it's okay, like, Luke. It's okay if they have an emotional reaction to celebrity I just, passes away. I wanted to post something in real time to see if anyone wanted to call okay. in. Okay. I'm sorry, I am listening. Yes. And so, I... so anyways, I would like to recognize that. Um, I think when you see a lot of the tributes or folks sharing about the, the relationships and uh, Al Martin, who's a, a radio host in Lansing at WKAR, shout out WKAR East Lansing, he had a, a great segment and he talked about kind of the one thing you can take away when someone you care about, whether it's a celebrity or not, whether you've never met them, is to really cherish the moments you have. And I think that's what really has captivated me this week. But I want to keep it light. This is a light show. It's a fun show. We can get serious, but I like to keep it light. What's inspiring me this week? Uh, when we talk about art, the Grammys just happened. I mean, that's a big part of art. Oh, awards, yeah. things happen. Um, Billie Eilish got a lot of awards. Uh, she's also going to be doing the new uh, James Bond theme song. That's so right. it's pretty amazing. But there's one one aspect of that award show that stood out to me, and I'd like to share it with you guys. Uh, and listeners, I will post this photo on my social media, and it will be in the show notes. I want you to take a look at uh, this group. They are called Vampire Weekend. They won Best Alternative Album. Um, I want you to look at the group there. Um, there's a lead. The lead singer is in the middle. His name's uh, Ezra mm-hmm. uh, Koenig, I think. I think that's mm-hmm. his name. Um, can you, Allison? Do you notice what he's wearing? Maybe below the belt, <laughs> it's scrolling down past the legs to the feet. My eyes go to the ankle area. Yeah. What is he wearing? He's wearing some Tiva sandals with white socks under, Dang. as if he was running late and he thought, you know what. This is the, this is a choice. I mean, look at that. Those that it's white socks with sandals. It's a and statement. Khakis. It's a statement. I mean, what is more inspirational than that? That is someone who's at the top of the game. They're at a premiere. He's on the red carpet and he's rocking some socks and sandals. Like I a respect mid, that. Like a so Midwest deeply. dad. I respect that so deeply. And you know he intentionally chose to do that. Oh, I think it's sort of like a a laugh at the, what the Grammys are. Yeah, and awards that, in general. Exactly because. Do they really matter? No. I mean, mm. they do, but they don't. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. I mean, if you ask, I bet you, you ask, like, artists like Vampire Weekend and other, like, rock groups, they're sort of like, why are we here? Like, of course, it's great to see, like, the fellow people in your industry and whatnot and celebrate that. But, but at the same time, no. Especially for music, because it's like, we, especially those kind of artists, are like, they get the recognition every time they go on stage. That's way better than an award. And that's what they're doing right. it for. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different type of, like, performer. But I was inspired that he is elevating the voices of the Midwest dads and their style. Um, it's a style that has never gone out of Sorry, did you say these are Chacos or Tevas? Oh, unknown. Unknown strappy sandals. They're, let me, let me zoom could in. You, they're either one of those two brands, Chacos, which are designed here in West Michigan, uh, but both fit the Midwest uh, vibe. Midwest yeah, I don't recognize vibe. this as a specific Chaco style, and I do have a friend who is a Chaco designer. Okay, that's an amazing job. I know. She's very cool. We might, we might have to do a little investigation yeah, we're going to look into this. I want to say Tevas, but the actual platform of the shoe looks very Chaco-esque. These could be custom. 
Oh, See, they probably are, imagine? but then that kind of takes away from it. Uh, well, let's, not, let's, let's just, not go there. Let's just it's, not know. Let's just not know. It's better to not know. So that's what I'm inspired about this week. Do you I'll feel represented? That. I feel represented. I feel like the Midwest really dads important. are represented. <laughs> You're an uh, underrepresented there's a, there's group. There's a lot yeah. of them out there. There's a lot of that fashion. All right, Odd. Let's get into some questions for Allison. She is a guest on the show, and I feel like I should stop talking. You're doing great. I do have some burning questions for you. Burning questions. Let me um, sit up straight in my chair. So I was just wondering if you could give us the Spark Notes version of what kind of work you do. The your day to day. What's your nine to five? That is a great question, Audrey. Mm-hmm. So right now my full time job is at Art Prize, which if you aren't local or in Michigan, I guess, um, it's a art competition. And it's for nineteen days in the fall. And my job is in the education realm of it. So I help plan the pre-K through 12 education programming that goes on during Art Prize. And it's so fun. It's essentially like planning 19 weddings in a row. In Crazy. S- in terms of... Sounds fun. <laughs> sounds great <laughs> fun. Um, yeah, but it's amazing. I essentially get paid to make art with kids all day and run around and kind of act like not an adult. And through that, hopefully I'm... Helping kids realize that art is wonderful and it's an escape and it's a great hobby or it's a career and however you want it to be in your life, it can be part of your life. So that's what I do, nine to five. You say that casually like it's fun and games, but what what degrees do you have, Allison Palm? What degrees? What hard work have you put in to Uh, get into this role? Well, it's funny you ask that because lately I've been thinking about this whole imposter syndrome thing mm-hmm. I can sometimes feel in the art world because mm-hmm. I didn't go to art school and I'm not a teacher. I don't have an education degree. And my title for one of my jobs is being a teaching artist. And so I'm really hesitant about saying those words because, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm not an artist. I'm not a teacher. I don't want to, you know, the people who do get those degrees, I want to, you know, let them have that. And they worked really hard to do that. So I'm not mm-hmm. just going to walk in and say, I have those things. Um, I do have a master's in uh, public administration, nonprofit leadership and management, so I know how to program. So mm-hmm. I think I like to tell people my title is I'm an art programmer because that makes sense. I can program the heck out of And I would say that's arts. an art in itself. Agreed. But you can debate me on the debate floor later, but I think that's an art in itself. To, I mean, to organize, to, yeah. to have something that is of value and educates children or an audience is really important, and it's an art in itself takes well, a lot you. of creativity that's for sure it does yeah it's not uh like a, a standard accountant job or anything mm-hmm. like that that is not for me i don't like to be at a desk all day long i like to yeah. be messing around coloring with kids and hanging out with them and it's really it's dumb I, no it like, sounds I'm, so not, not fun dumb. It's, it's, not, it's important it's dumb how much i love it i guess what how I'm much trying fun to say. it's you not have. a dumb job yeah how much it's fun like you have. I, almost every day I have like a pinch me moment of I can't believe I get to come here and this is my job. Like, this That's is amazing. Crazy. So I feel super lucky, super grateful. Um, I hope I can do this for as long as they'll have me. So that's I love my it. job. What um, is your motivation behind edu- educating kids about art? Oh my gosh, these are intense questions. Um, it can be like small, <clears throat> just, I mean, I know you're passionate about what you do. So I guess I'm just curious to hear you yeah, say. Yeah, my motivation... Probably my background in dance um, was my huge propeller into getting into the arts today. Um, So I wouldn't ever say that I was a visual artist. I was way more focused on um, the performing arts, so dance and theater and singing, um, but mostly dance. I went to theater camp like 
a couple of times. Can you just but... sing us like a quick like little song? <clears throat> Do you have any requests? <laughs> Speaking of Grammys. Um, no, I will not be singing today. But I have some funny stories about singing later if you would like to hear them. Love it. Um, but I danced growing up from like age three to now. So that's been a huge, huge um, formative thing in my life. Um, it definitely shaped my personality in a lot of ways. Um, and it, especially being an adult now, I teach uh, youth ballet. And so it's really cool to see kids experiencing dance in kind of a similar way that I did and hopefully give them a really great experience. And I, hope, I just hope they do it as long as it's fun. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing that I tell them is if they like come to me and they're like, I want to be a you know, professional ballerina or anything like that. I'm always like, that is amazing. Do it as long as it's fun. It can, there's going to be like tougher times with it, but as long as you love it. Just that you're enjoying it. it. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I do have firsthand experience of um, the talents of Allison Palmer dancing. I recently true. got to. Um, oh, in a the, casual hit, sense. Hit the <laughs> dance casual floor. Casual dance performance. Um, last Friday night, saw Allison out on the dance floor and you know, if you're looking for a teacher, that's all it's got to Are you kidding? On. I feel like you were owning the dance floor. I, I was merely a spectator. You were my inspiration. That I'm changing my answer from I, Tanya, to I, Audrey. <laughs> and that she is my inspiration. You're crazy. You were glowing. Um, I have a couple more questions for you. And you're kind of talking about this, but do you think that a person's age affects the way that they experience art? Wow, that's a good one. Like, wow. see, I'm going to shout out. That's see, a good one. Do you see kids experiencing art in ways that inspire you? Like, oh, you know, adults might walk in and this is how they react to it. But do you see kids responding to art in ways that are different than adults? Yes. Big ways. That is such a good question. I feel like I, when I'm working with a kid, one-on-one maybe, and we're doing some sort of art activity, let's say it's during Art Prize, and we're at Roseburg Circle, there's tons happening, And they come up and we're going to do maybe a five-minute hands-on art experience. A lot of times the kids who I feel like are having the most fun with it is when their parents are a couple feet away and they're just doing the art and having fun with it and they're not really caring about what they're making. They're just Mm -hmm. playing and through play they're learning. Um, A lot of times I notice kids getting kind of like stressed about what's happening when their parents are hovering over them, Mm -hmm. being like, we got to go, time's up and whatnot. And... I'll never forget one of the parents that I was, you know, I was hanging out with one of their kids um, came up and said, you know, we can go when you feel like you're, when your art is done. And they didn't care if it was going to be five minutes or 20 minutes. And I was just like, that is amazing parenting. Some good parenting. So yes, basically just, that was a very long tangent. But yes, I feel like kids don't care Mm -hmm. about what they're making. They're just doing it to make. Yeah. Um, Whereas I think a lot of times we lose that as adults. We're so focused on the product and like the outcome. Right. And that can be important too, but also at the same time, just the enjoying it and the play we totally lose as adults in a lot of ways, but especially art. The joy of just making. Yeah. Because we're so, like I said, we're focused on how it's going to turn out and not just the making. I'm inspired. Was that an answer? Yeah, was that yeah, good? That was good content? That was a great answer. This might, I don't know, if anything comes to mind on this, feel free to answer. But if not, do you have any favorite antidotes from teaching, like, you know, kids say the darndest things? Is there anything that, I know sometimes with our education, you'll, like, prompt students in front of something and say, what do you see? Or, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. No, no, I'm not not answering. I'm, there are just There's so just many. There's probably so many. I just can't. Let me try and think of. 
Do you want a dance one or it doesn't visual matter. arts? It doesn't matter. Oh my gosh, how do I Google my own brain? I know. <laughs> I mean, that's out. probably your every all day, every day, because they're always saying yeah, crazy um, things. I think one really cool memory I have is. I think it was two years ago. I was teaching. It was our first day of ballet class. It was a three to five year old class. So it's called Little Ballerinas. And this little boy came in and he was the only boy in the class. And his mom came up and he was like, or she was said, you know, he's really nervous about it. He knows he's going to be the only boy, but he really wants to be a ballerina. And so I, you know, crouched down and I was like, are you so excited for your, for ballet class today? He's like, this is my first day. I'm so excited. This is the first day of my dance career. Like I said that verbatim. I love it. And I was, I basically cried and it was just so cute. And he was just the best student the whole time. He did not care that he was the only boy once we started dancing. He just wanted to be there. That's so awesome. I love that. It was just great. It gives me hope for the world. It gives me hope for myself. I'm not going to take that into my day tomorrow. Yeah. Try to channel that kid. Good. The energy. (laughs) Yes. He's so sweet. I love it. Okay, well, your interview is over. Yeah, oh my gosh. And (laughs) these are just things that I, like, think about when I consider your job and what you're doing during the day. So that was just personal. I needed to know these things. Well, I love it. I'm happy to talk about it anytime. Great. I think I'll I'll just – I got to chime in because I can't not chime in. I think – and Allison and I have talked about this on the record and off the record – the value of art as an education form and how it's – been put on the wayside financially and prior and priorities in the education system and how doing art is so good for kids but adults as well doing art is cathartic it helps us work our brain that we don't typically work especially as adults but if you can do that as a kid and experience it and it's not really about like is it good or not we all know that that's a big question in the art world what is good in art it's the process of doing and creating and experiencing and working in your brain. I cannot stand, and Audrey and I both share this, I cannot stand when someone says, oh, I did art in high school, but like I was terrible and it was stupid. Like That pisses me off because it's so important that kids do that, especially when you're in high school, middle school, elementary, and you're, mm-hmm. you have all these pressures that are growing on you. To use your brain that way is so important. Mm-hmm. It helps you in every subject and every aspect of life. And you, like you were just saying, you don't have to be – best one in class at it i watched this ted talk about uh this girl who her family thought that she had a mental illness this was like back in i don't know the 40s or 50s or something i'm gonna have to fact check this um and that she had learning disabilities and that they just didn't know what to do with her because she couldn't focus in school and was failing all her classes and she was like i don't know eight so they take her to a psychologist and they run all these tests and she doesn't have any mental illness she doesn't have any learning disabilities and so the doctor turns on the radio and leaves the room with the mom. And the second the music came on, she started dancing around the room. And the doctor was like, I don't think your daughter has any disabilities or anything. I think your daughter is an artist. I think she's a dancer. And so the parents were kind of at their wits end and just said, okay, well, let's just throw her into dance. Grew up to become the principal of New York City Ballet. Crazy. Wow. And she just needed one person to believe in her. And yeah. just so many kids think, oh, if I'm bad at math, I'm bad at school. I'm mm-hmm. stupid. And it's, no, you just are a different kind of smart. Mm-hmm. And you just need to just explore it. And I just love that story. That's, That's so cool. Well, I also, I appreciate your skill set in that you're obviously a creative person and you're a dancer and you're an artist, but you're also like, you talk about your master's degree and programming skills and things like that where, you know, sometimes people get down into like the right brain versus the left brain and you can only be one thing. I've always felt like that definitely applies to some people, 
but I think you're a good example of somebody who's like can be hyper focused, hyper organized, but also like have. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> well, that's really nice. Th- oh, that's geez. how I I work in a design studio and I work with designers, and I definitely see that just like right brain focus. And then we have like administrative staff who are like piecing everything together and mm-hmm. like keeping and accounting staff that are like making the company run. And then I'm always just impressed by people who kind of can do both things and are willing to try to do both things. Cause sometimes it gets maybe like to be a cop out, like, well, I'm right brain, so I can't do math. I am I mean, right, I do I am right brain and I can't do math. I can't do math. But I think you guys are both both you guys have that balance, both of you. So and do I you see. Luke. No. Yes. I'm complimenting I'm right. you I'm guys. You can't compliment my compliment. <laughs> this is a really supportive group. We are very supportive. Too supportive. Once again, the listeners are tuning out. They're nauseated. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next segment called Quick Cues. That's called Quick Cues, where we ask the guests rapid like, fire fast questions. Is that questions. hard to say, or does it just sound weird when you say it? It sounds weird when I say it, because I'm, <laughs> I'm saying Quick cue. No, I think I it I like sounds... to say it like a 1950s quick, uh, radio quick announcer. Quick cues. A quick cues. Next, it, it sounds like um, I married an artist. So quick cues means quick questions. A quick question. What else would it mean? I don't know. It sounds. Audrey's like- gonna. <laughs> the tradition of this segment is gonna be done after this. No, I All think right. it's a good segment. What do you have? All right, Allison. So you can answer the. It doesn't have to be super quick, but we're gonna go through them pretty quick. Okay. Because they're quick. No cues. tangents allowed. No okay. tangents, but you have to. And it's one jerk word reaction. answers. No, it doesn't have to be one word. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's your initial <laughs> reaction. I don't really know who to believe. <laughs> don't think. Okay. Focus. Focus okay. on me. All right. I already think I know the answer to this, but I have to ask it. And, and this is from us are also the internet. So you oh, never know what you're the gonna internet. get. Yes. Broadway play or movie premiere, which one? Oh, like which would I rather attend? Yes. In this this life? Yeah, just Broadway play or movie premiere. <laughs> or the next. <laughs> Am I in it? Just Broadway just play or movie premiere. Just yeah, gut wait, reaction. Broadway play, what's Broadway better? Broadway play. Ooh. Shout out to Greg Jackson for that question. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. The debate continues. Sculpture or painting, what do you, which do you prefer? Painting. Mm-hmm. Oh. Describe your perfect Sunday. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, quickly? Well, I mean, in one word? No, 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 no. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> my perfect Sunday. I wake up naturally with mm-hmm. the sun, no alarm. What time is that at? We're going to say a, a fresh 9.30. Oh, that's so fresh. A little, little bit sleeping in, but not so much that my day is wasted. Right. Oh, so good. I have a beautiful breakfast. Mm-hmm. I have the perfect cup of coffee mm-hmm. while watching. Mm, my favorite TV show. Today we're going to say Shit's Creek. Then I go on the most perfect hike where I get just sweaty enough that I feel like I worked out, but Mm -hmm. I've been outside. A little clammy. Then I have the perfect shower. (laughs) It is the perfect Sunday. Yes. And then I call Perfect Audrey. (gasps) Stop it. And Audrey says, let's go get perfect tacos. So then we do. Where are we going to go? We're going to go to Donkey. Okay. Love it. And then Luke is like, you know what? I want to hang out too. <laughs> sounds, so then sounds you, leave, very you leave me, tell no, me no, you're no. sick, no. and meet up with Luke. Yeah. <laughs> and did I asked, what did you do today? Nothing. And then the three of us hang out and we talk about movies. Maybe we watch a movie, talk about cults. And then we have a, I don't know, a perfect little nightcap. What and a then day. A group hug. Oh my gosh, what a day. And then I sleep on your couch. 
It is we gotta so get a uncomfortable. Couch. And then it's Monday. <laughs> it's a love seat. You're not going to love wow, it. Wow, that sounds good. We that might was need to not a short answer. Make what that a happen. Day. I think that's perfect. All right, next one. Oh. And this is the final quick cue. That's a quick question, Audrey Ferris and listeners. Wow. Is there a mantra, quote, or a saying that you go back to for motivation? Wow. And yes. take, take your time with this. I do have an answer. So my best friend, Caroline Erickson, she's listening. Mm-hmm. She probably won't. Shout but out I'll Caroline. send her a link. Shout out yeah, Caroline. send her a link. She told me recently that I need to detach from the outcome. And by that, she means just live in the moment, mm-hmm. do what sounds right, do what feels good, and don't think about what is going to happen next because of it. Just, like, be bold. And obviously, we're not going to be reckless with it. Right. But basically just listen to your heart, listen to your gut, trust your intuition, and never leads you wrong. So just do it. And send the text, apply for the job, go on the podcast. <laughs> and whatever is going to happen is going to happen, so you may as well try and not be stressed about I it. I love that. I needed that. We all needed it. Can you um, hand uh like do like calligraphy on like a wooden maybe like a wooden board for me if by calligraphy you mean my own chicken scratch that i can on a post-it on my wall yes okay would be happy to. that actually sounds cuter to me i like the post-it idea better it was on my mirror for a while so good. i'll make you a copy and by copy i mean was that like did you write you. with lipstick or how did you do it with a pen oh bold for a renter <laughs> No, I put the post-it. I wrote oh. on <laughs> No, I just... Full a Sharpie on the mirror. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> Honestly, the next person, they'd probably they walk in and be it. very inspired. Yes. So. I love it. Well, Allison, thank you so much for chatting with us. You're a great friend to both of us, oh separately, but also together, as the listeners the can understand. The mushiest thing I ever heard. I will say, when Eliza Ferris, shout out to her. I don't know her either. Right. But I, I want like to. I feel like you guys should be friends. Yeah, I really want to know her. For sure. When she coined this term of third wheeler, I really resonate with that on such a deep spiritual level with you two, because I famously third wheel too yeah. a lot. But In a I good feel way. like I don't third wheel. No, that's not at all. Like, and that's how you know it's a good third wheel if you don't feel like a third wheel. It is. Well, and we talk about this like with either a friend that we share or another couple. It's hard to all get along because Luke and I get along, but that doesn't mean we necessarily gravitate towards the same people all the time because we're very different. So. Yes. You guys, are we a three-person cult? We could be. I think that... What do we believe in? So there's a candle right here now to like everyone to hold their hands <laughs> in the candle wax. Do a quick little blood out. A little yes, burn. Yes. This is taking a turn. I'm and I will also need $200. So Okay, so Luke's apparently the leader. The I don't know. I think Audrey's the charismatic leader. Thank you, but I'm not I'm not a prophet. She's, she's the money behind it. The she, money? She's, she's wheeling a deal on the face. I have nothing to I just program it. Luke does the PR. Luke does the recruiting. Yeah, I'm out there on the streets. <laughs> really boost on so, the So if you'd like to join our call, please. Uh, I think we're really losing have a your, lot of listeners. Have your deposit ready, and we will accept you. Well, we usually have a hard time ending the show, but uh, Allison, do you have any ideas of way we could end this, this it always program? always gets awkward. I mean, I love the sign-off of See You Around the Apartment, because you will see me around the All right, we're going to change but... it. We'll change it to See Around Town, because I'll... You know, like, that's might, kind of culty. We recently ran into you at the art museum. We could bump into you anywhere, hopefully. That's true. We could bump into you anywhere outside of your apartment. 
outside of your, 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 this your is what happened. We Luke ran does, into each other Luke at does things once. like this all the time and it's just like we can never have a successful ending. Thanks for being on the show. No, thank you guys so much. I love you both so love deeply on an individual and as a couple. Okay, level. this has got to stop. Love you too. <laughs> it's just going to be Alice and so I much. trailing off. <laughs> that works. Now it's, it's my like turn. A, this is like a five, five minute fake out. It's just, it's really quiet now. <laughs> it's the ten music already, intro, the ten music already came in. <laughs> They're just like fake. So gross. All See you right. around town. See you around town. <laughs> now when it's raining, I don't miss the sun. Because isn't my baby smile?